everybody i'm chad eckert that's eric martins and this is the golf guys program we're missing our producer jish swish because he had his baby if you missed last week we were doing the dad program last week we had a full-on half hour of telling josh everything he needs to know about today and it happened this morning so congratulations to josh i think he's in the chat he told me i could reveal that he had a baby so he had one. Cheers to him. Cheers. Oh, we're the we're the golf guys. Cheers to that. Oh yeah. Cheers to Josh. Fuck. Cheers to Josh. What a great guy. Um, he's ruined. He has no clue. <laughs> he's in. He's still in the. He's in a good spot right now. Still, it's, you know, newborns are you know not necessarily as detrimental to the father's existence. He's be definitely a- having a beer in the hospital. He's here. He's chatting along. He's oh, in the hospital. We talked to him. We are We're uh, giving him all the tor- the advice he needs uh, still via text. And uh, thank you for watching. Hey, it's the Golf Guys presented in partnership with the uh, Manscaped people, sort of. Maybe. We're still up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see if they're going to still be interested in us and doing that. But if you want to, you can follow us on Twitter. We're on Twitter at Fantasy Golf Pod. You might be watching it there. It's live on Tuesdays, each and every Tuesday, about 8.30. Joe and I went along on the Preferred Lines podcast. Thanks for putting up with that, Eric. Uh, we're trying to do our best to have fun. No problem. <laughs> and be golf guys. Because that's the golf guys program. Hashtag not experts. I didn't. Josh has these things in here. I haven't done this for a minute because Josh is the producer. Um, uh, we'll talk about all things tonight. We're going to do more names and reasons. It's the the Genesis Invitational at Riviera. Probably the first tournament that we should start talking to each other about and doing content about golf. Because this is the first real event of the season. Cheers to that. Cheers to that. And what a great tournament we got to watch last weekend. Oh, I guess maybe last week's like the real first event. Mm-hmm. I love last week. How fun is that? A real tournament with like risk-reward holes, A. B, a very extreme atmosphere that causes some craziness to happen, which is so fun. Uh, so I'm into the Waste Management Phoenix Open. We should go down there sometime, don't you think? Would you ever be the guy that runs his ass off at 4 in the morning? I, I have trouble. I have trouble imagining, considering what we know we do the night before. Like, how are these people getting up? I suppose they've been drinking. Clearly not, right? <laughs> yeah. No, like no. they sleep from like 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. or something, right? And then right. they start drinking like it's their night or something. I don't know. So I don't know. Everything gets switched. Yeah. I'm 37. Oh. As we learned last week, it was my birthday. But, uh, we're uh, too old for that shit, I think. We're, we would yeah. be the guys that are, like, actually watching a par three and then seeing them hit, like, a nice iron shot and, and like, sitting there and enjoying our beer, like, on a side hill. Uh, yeah, and, but, and then and then they're getting booed, and we're like, that was a good shot. You don't even What's wrong with everybody? He, he just had a baby, and he can't get any night's sleep. That's the thing we can relate to about golfers who just have kids. There's a couple in the field that have that. We don't care, though, about that, really. We're here to talk about names. 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 Remember we used to yell at names at each other? <laughs> I need names. Oh, God. Um, embarrassingly, I did tune in to myself from two years ago, and it is sad. It is really sad, and I apologize. I wanted to tell you this, that I, I am sorry for 
taking myself very seriously a couple years ago, I realized now like why the trolls were trolling me. I didn't really know. I had no self-awareness or I had less self-awareness. <laughs> what are you chatting with? I'm not chatting. I was just moving something around, but I, I'm kind of laughing because I don't remember it being what you were describing it as. So are well, you, you know, I was a little who are you apologizing to? To you, yeah, mainly you and people that I was like, you know, why are these people thinking I'm a loser? (laughs) What are new friends? Like, I don't. A lot of our new friends. (laughs) You know, I didn't. You befriended all of them. Yeah, right. Because it's like it's true. I just started like looking in the mirror, and then I'm like, oh fuck, what they've been saying is true. All right. Sorry about that. But anyway, um, we're here. We've made it. We've evolved. We've gotten all the way to the point of the 2022 Genesis Open. So welcome, everybody. Chat along. You can go on to YouTube and do that. Um, We do have a listener league, Eric. Mm -hmm. This listener league is on DraftKings. You can find the link to that in our Discord channel. And you can find the link to that on my Twitter page. I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I'm a little hesitant to link the DraftKings contest on YouTube because I remember that was a problem a while ago, so I didn't do that. But that's full disclosure why. Oh, this contest that. that we run is a $5 entry. It's a single entry. You can only have one lineup. You're competing against 100 other people for the grand prize of $135. But not only that, you can get this hat. And this hat. I'm giving that away. So anybody who wins our listener league for this week, it's a hundred entries. We'll get this hat because I got to fill this thing or otherwise it won't run. So you got to get in it. If it doesn't run, it'll even be funnier actually. Cause I'll be like, sorry, I couldn't give a hat away because no one entered and we are losers. Like we already just alluded to at the beginning of the program where uh, you shouldn't even be watching this. Uh, Anyway, you can see, all right, at the tippity-tip-top, Eric, did you take John Rom? Because you're a Rom guy. You're at the tippity – you you love taking the tippity-tip-top guy, don't you? I, I really do. It's been a problem for years. I don't know why I can't get away from it, and I did it last week. I did it in our league uh, that we have, and it didn't cost me terribly, <laughs> but, but it's just so obvious that – I mean, run the statistics how often the, the favored – winner win or the favorite guy wins not a lot i mean one out of 50 times right and so i mean the the, yeah the the math says it's okay to fade the top price golf well, why so then you've always you, been that way and i applaud you for that you've, so did you've you had take, that since the beginning you took rom this week or last week this week oh no no no, no. no. i have i have a, i have a different person that i like this week and so rom will win what is funny is that I, I've never taken the top price guy, and I'm very tempted on honestly taking the top price guy. Are you? Yeah, like it's weird because of the fact that you can buy in to these low <sighs> 7K names that you can fall in love with. You can get a Patrick Reed, you can get a Tringali, you can get a McNeely, and you can do this. And I'm falling in love with these three human beings this week, of course, because why wouldn't you? And then you can afford Rom because look at that. You have 8,400 for your final two people, and you can do Finau even if you wanted to, but I don't want, you know, I want him. And that leaves me Adam Scott or Fitzpatrick, who I like. Look, I can afford ROM, dude. I can afford fucking ROM and leave $100 on the table. Should I do it? Because I'm not going to do it because I'm, te- I'm I'm tempted to then be a pussy. And I'm going to go Shoffley Hovland or... <laughs> right, yes. right? I love this clicking. I Rory... Love 
Hovland. Right. You know what I mean? So, and then it's like, do I really need Reed? Because, dude, Reed's not that good. So, like, there's a reason Reed is seventy four hundred dollars. I freaked out on the first look pod because I thought Reed I was then some amazing value. Because, but then you start digging down and you're like, this guy's kind of just making cuts, and he's he is a seventy four hundred dollar player. <laughs> like he really is, which is so sad. Like you know, this week. We've seen we've seen a lot of these golfers get lower and lower that we're used we were used to seeing higher up price wise like Ricky and Matt Kuchar those guys it's been mm-hmm. you know a long time but but mm-hmm. Patrick Reed down there that was that was very you know shocking but okay so if you're not taking Rom then did you take Cantlay because how could Cantlay be bad right how could Cantlay be bad we ask we we say that every single week about about every single golfer and second fourth ninth fourth what the 100 points 100 points 100 points on first here's what Things i was thinking happening. about here's what i was thinking about is that i think that you we, we said this months ago and years ago you gotta have your guys there's the there's the upper echelon who do you like in the upper echelon do you like rom play him every week do you like cantley play him every week so then you took Morikawa. If you like Morikawa, you play him every week. I, I I don't know. I thought Cantley was part of my brand. We debate this, and then I didn't click him, and then he's good, and then well, I don't know. And now here I am on DJ this week. I love him this week, and he's he's going to be bad. You are back X word, dude. You are an yeah. idiot. I mean, honestly, you are a Colin Morikawa guy. You've told me about Colin Morikawa, and I was like, Colin Morikawa? Who is that? You told me this. You were on Cantley when – his friend had the car accident yes, or whatever. I know, I know. And then I, know. I didn't even know anything about Cantley because he had back surgery. And you're like, oh, yeah, when he comes back, you click him on DraftKings. You click him a lot. And so you were on Cantley. You are now clicking DJ in the 10K range. <laughs> and why? DJ's going to Saudi Arabia. Have you heard of that rumor? I, I don't. I don't really like this Saudi Arabia uh, Saudi Arabia thing one bit. Joe I, I, and I talked about it for like five minutes. It went way too long on the preferred lines, but yeah, well, I think it's all bullshit. I think it's a lie. I think they're just you know playing chess and pressuring the PGA Tour to up the prices and purses or whatever, and it's gonna happen. Up the prices and purses? They're fucking huge. These guys that we're talking about one million dollars per second. Oh. No, no, they're talking about for the majors mostly because oh. from what Kramer Hickok says on the old Travis Fulton program is that apparently these the tour is like making so much money compared to uh well, like the how much they pay out. out. Yeah. yeah. So like we are so like they used to be able to hide that information or the players were just lucky to get Tiger money is what they were told all along. Tiger money. Oh, it's because Tiger. Oh, God. Thank you so much, Tiger. And now it's like, wait, whoa, whoa. Tiger doesn't even play, barely. <laughs> we're making money. So can we get some of it now or what? We want to be billionaires, man. We need to spend more. We need more money. I love money. Worship money. Worship. Yeah, it's all about money. Like millions of dollars in money. Like, come on, aren't you? Okay. Should we keep going through the list of names? Because we're doing a names and reasons pod because our buddy Jish Swish is at the hospital. He's not even here. He's had a baby. It's a boy. Remember that collect call commercial? 
<laughs> yeah. We didn't have enough money. So you dial one eight hundred collect on a payphone, people. You know, you guys remember payphones? And then they'd say, "What's your first name?" And he'd say, "I had a baby." What's your last name? And it's a boy. And they go, "Got a call from." I had a baby, and it's a boy. And he's like, <laughs> And then you go, we had a baby, it's a boy. Oh, my God. That's funny. Do you remember that commercial? You're old I'm as old. fuck, dude. I'm old. 1-800-COLLECT or whatever you could have. You dial that number, and then you could pay. The person that you called would pay for the phone call. So, like, if you got left at basketball practice back in the day, and you didn't have any coins or whatever in your back, basketball bag, and you're like, how's my mom going to pick me up? And I only know my home phone number. Right. Okay. Sorry about that rant. All right. So then no Morikawa, you're going, dude, of course, you know what I did is I just, just skipped all this 10K bullshit and I went to Xander. Because why the hell would you go Xander, at, who was runner up last week, basically, a putt away from making it into the playoff and didn't have his caddy to do it, going to a place probably that fits him better actually loves Poa more than Bermuda. We're grass people. This is a grass spot for Shoffley. Dude is pent up. One of those people that does want a win. I could question, like, now I know Rom truly does because he's kind of pent up too. JT a little pent up there. The other people, not so much, I don't think. So I think Xander's the first person I'm going to click in at 9,900. And he's got great history at this course. And like you said, he likes mm-hmm. Poa. I mean, mm-hmm. I like that too. And I just, I'm not a Xander whisperer, but you know, if I get on and get in on him, I'm, I apologize profusely when it comes Don't get to in him. on him then if you're going to Ander curse him. Are we going to do Quagnus curse? Man, when I get in some of these guys like Xander who I don't ever click, and then when I do click him like once a year, it's not good. And I know that's dumb because I don't believe in curses at yeah, all. Yeah, that's coincidental. It is just purely coincidental, but. Sometimes I look at things and it's like, oh, this is lining up perfectly, and then it doesn't. But yeah, no, I mean, great. What what a battle those guys had last week, and it was so fun to watch. Um, I just, you know, I don't. I, I'm usually wrong with my gut opinion, but I don't get the like the true like my gut is telling me. My gut is telling me Xander, so I'm gonna go Xander, and then I'm thinking maybe I click. Rory or Hovland also because this this build worked for everyone last week with the Shoffley Scheffler. It's kind of the same pricing this week. What are you going to do with Rory or Hovland? Do you have any interest in those two names? You know, I like Hovland. He's becoming more and more part of my brand, Hovland, for whatever reason. I think because of the squinty eyes and the possibility of the weed smoking. I just (laughs) I can relate to that, you know, over, you know, not now or but you know our, the, our you know our youth, our youth, our youth. We had a lot of fun, yeah. and uh, <laughs> but when it comes to Rory, I don't know. I, I, I I'm I'm a wait and see until he wins, and then I get on him, and then he's bad again. So I'm not gonna do Rory, but you should for sure. I should. Yeah, absolutely. Well, he's, the reason why I'm not, I'm not I'm thinking about not doing Rory, well, stoned Rory. I'm not I'm not sure, but I'm not thinking. Yeah, I love that. By the way, that was fantastic. Were you talking about this, Rory? Look at that! Holy cow, he was third. Oh, I guess that was to Hovland, who basically choked it away. I kind of want to wait on Rory and hope. Oh God, if I wait on Rory, who will not be ninety-seven hundred dollars in the Florida swing price? Yeah. God damn it! 
So then do you have to go to Xander Rory? Okay. Well, either way, okay, so then I'm going to probably do that, actually. I mean, that's – and with 7,600 left, that's tremendous. And they're, they fit the course so well. And if right. Rory just has, like, a normal week – like, we've seen this, dude. You know you've seen it, too, where Rory is the type of guy that could shoot one over, but he has, like, a birdie streak, uh, an eagle – and like scores a shitload of DraftKings points, and you're like, how is he out? Almost not going to make the cut, you know. And then he makes the cut. So like we, you know, some of these times where you don't even need the guy that wins at the ninety-seven hundred dollar range. We've seen it too on the GPP winning line. Oh yeah, picking oh, yeah. anybody. All right, so then you go in the low nine Ks. Do you have any interest in Hideki, Scheffler, Cam Smith, Kepka? Well, I'll, I'll just say this: is that my I've started my initial build has been DJ Hideki. Hmm. How, how could they leave be that? How so can you they pick 10 to DJ and you pick 9 3 Hideki and it leaves you 76? Yeah, okay, same so thing. 76 same is what thing. we're doing, especially if you can fall in love in the 7k range, right? And I think you can even squeeze in an 8k guy, and you know, there's there's plenty of options down there. Mm-hmm. This is a great week. I don't know. I have you are you gonna do 20 lineups? What are you doing? Well, I'm gonna just oh God, so I, I want everybody. You know, I'm I love everybody to, here. I'm starting, just, to run out, I'm starting to run out of time, Eric, in my life with the three kids, the dog. I know it's hard to click 20 lineups. And like, I did actually use the fantasy national generator last week to click the net 20, but then it took me like almost the amount of time it does to build 20 on your own to figure out how to enter them into the contest. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost a boomer, I feel like, yes. in that regard. So, if I can figure out the 20 lineups, I, not joking you, had to download the spreadsheet, delete out the names, and do all this stuff. But I think I might be able to do it right this time now that I'm in my head thinking about it. So maybe I will make 20 lineups. And I was successful with my 20 lineups. I had a couple bullets and some sweat last week. You mega profited. Barely, but I did mega profit. Um, let's then go to the 8K range. I wanted to ask you, Everyone's told, telling me that this is a master's correlation <clears throat> where you could be good at master's and then you're good here. Kenny Kim tweeted out something that like the last 18 out of 19 winners, again, a trend of had a finish at the master's that was good. Then do, why are we not going to just take a 0% owned low price Jordan speed? Huh. This is his, this is the GPP play for of your dreams, Eric. If he's unwanted, I mean that that sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I'm a I'm a Spieth. I root. Who does? Should we root? check in with our friends at FanshareSports.com? I'm logging in now to the Pro Dashboard. The Pro Dashboard. You can access <laughs> this at twenty percent off with the promo code Fantasy Golf Pod, and then you can sort by PO, which is potential projected ownership. And you can go. Wow, Cantlay's ahead. Cantlay's number one in ownership right now. Holy fuck! That I was. Wow. I'm surprised about. I don't believe that. Now it is Tuesday at 9 p.m. So just be careful. At most, I mean, we're talking. So like some of the stuff that they're figuring out gets better by the morning. But let's see. Where's Jordan? Old Jordan's at eight percent owned. Wow. Again, 
Check in wow. with me tomorrow morning. I'll be live at the same YouTube channel where I'm going to be discussing ownership projections, and I'll tell you who's the most owned, least owned, and all the pivots and all the ranges. Do that for next week or tomorrow. What is it? Tomorrow morning. All right. So then uh, everyone's taking Will Zalatoris. Oh, I guess he wasn't the chalk of the week. That's strange. But then does it even freaking matter if the chalk of the week? Last week, Scotty Scheffler, I got off Scotty. I initially built on the first look. A Xander Scheffler lineup, Scheffler Shoffley, and I thought it was going to be amazing, and I should have played it, and it was amazing. But I got off of Scotty because he was most owned, and now we're going to have Zalatoris. Is it eighty eight hundred? Do you like that? Why do you like that? Well, I mean, I like anybody that's massive chalk because there's a reason for it. I, I don't know why everybody's on him, but I'm going to get on because Zalatoris, he's good. This guy's, you know, playing. Fantastic and eighty eight hundred dollars, whatever. Fuck it. Right. That's the that's like the mid range price. We're peppering, we're peppering these elites, you know. And he has proven to be that. And let's look around at the other range. I mean, you've got Burns, M, Watson, Fina, Homa, Scott. Uh, yeah, dude, I, DraftKings is drunk this week with their pricing. They are. There's bizarre, like Finau. I don't what. Finau and Reed, you know, we I'm tempted that. to pick Finau and he's been bad. Are you? 8,400. I think people are very sour in him because I am. And Everyone hates him I'm now. Pretty, dude. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good about being like the public sentiment about like who's like and who's not. <laughs> I have been over the years. You're the chalk donkey. I am. And I don't like Finau anymore. And I told you when he ruined me what, and everybody when he was chalked two weeks ago. I was like, he's going to win the Masters or something. Right. Or, or yeah, he's going to win this event. What did I tell you? I said, after Friday's really good round, but he didn't putt very well. I'm like, he's going to win Genesis. <laughs> God, I texted I you that. Him. I'll find the text. But it's like, God, oh, I should click him. 8,400. and no You have to have courage. Him. You have to have courage. The truth is, though, it's amnesia. The, this is the Ricky Fowler syndrome, though, that Jordan Spieth had for a while. Tiger has it, where... Tony is a very polarizing and wanted people want to click Tony and they want to believe in Tony. He's a fun guy to click Tony, the tiger. Here we <laughs> go. He's going to come in at 7% owned and everyone's going to say 7% for Tony. I got to do it. 8,400. He's brought her up last year. He should have won. And they're going to click it up to the tune of 20%. This is going to be crazy. Watch it. Maybe. So you, oh, yeah, that's a hot take. I like it a lot, actually. No, but makes- like, We'll see. I'll I'll dive more deep. But it goes to like twelve. Yeah. See, like I I <clears throat> yeah. We'll check in the you know I'd post that ownership spreadsheet on the Discord. So if you're a part of the Fantasy Golf Pod Discord, then you're able to access my ownership projections. I don't use R squared, or I don't really calculate if I did them right after it's over. But I still give them to people. All right, the 7K range for the Genesis Open includes some juicy names, and we should discuss those names now on where to not overthink because that's important. Because people are going to overthink. They're going to get in here and they're like, there's a reason why, and they're going to overthink stuff, right? I mean, overthink happens each week, and it's <laughs> it's fun to watch. You know, if you're taking advantage on it because of – you know, DraftKings leverage or whatever, but more, more, it's just fun to see it all unfold for content purposes as the everyone's tilting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 this is all part of the process too. Let's not forget, like we're we're playing DraftKings. We're on Twitter. We're following 
takes we're doing all this and then when like yeah. weird shit happens it's fun it's fun to laugh at and giggle and or sometimes also you know bash your head against things because why didn't i why did i fade scotty scheffler at 25 percent? and you know he was needed if you wanted to win a gpp god damn it yeah that was me all right so, <laughs> uh, leishman at seventy nine hundred dollars henley's here he's got neiman you got garcia and coke and answering casey and we already talked about a lot of these names patrick reed seventy four hundred dollars luke list won a tournament a couple weeks ago i did all this on the first look tringali and mcneely and we love them we love them all who do you love the most though eric in the 7k range you know, I gravitated towards, and this is this is probably, it, well, I, I made my model, so I made my model fifty on Fantasy National. On Fantasy National, I made a model of just fifty percent, uh, who's gaining the most strokes total the last month, and who's played well at this tournament at this course. So recent form and course history, and what did it spit out? And the two guys that I like in this range the most are Mark Leishman and Russell Henley. And I'm gonna click them both at oh, seven hundred, okay. okay. right at the top. So you just and I and I faded a few other guys, but I but I but I like them, I like them the most because they fit into who I like, you know, up top. I'm Hideki and some other people. So so you have DJ Hideki, and then you're deciding this is a two seventy nine hundred dollar name. Yeah, seventy three hundred. Did you go a six K guy then? No, I well, no, yeah, you're trying to you're trying to figure out what my, my lineup is. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? So then, did you do the lefty Bobby McIntyre, seventy one? You know, I didn't. I heard you bring him up there on the the preferred lines pod, podcast, but I've never really been a Bob McIntyre. I, I think I might have sprayed him in occasionally and then followed him, but I'm not a Bob McIntyre uh, follower. But I like to so. Put that into your put that into your uh, your draft games and see if you can figure out who my last two names are because they're names that you want. They're names I want. Yes. Oh god. They are. they, they then, really are. Did you take McNeely? No. Or Tringali? Or yes, you took Tringali and List. And, and List. And you had seventy four, and you skipped Reed to go to List. I yes I. I know that breaks our code, APPR. Yeah. Well, you're off the board of directors for the APPR <laughs> boardroom. Uh, dude, I was on a podcast today called Divots and Pivots. <clears throat> okay. And my friends over there, they brought up a thing where, you know, like, who do you never click correctly? And I, like, who do you poorly every time or whatever? And like, yeah. who do you miss yeah. out on? You just said, who did you say? Said somebody, like, you never click Xander, right? Xander. Yeah, dude. First name Patrick Reed. Never <laughs> click. Never click him. I never want to. Fucking hate him. And I'm like over here, like, oh my god, how could <laughs> you say that to my best friend? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so I was like quick to correct them. I'm like, okay, you guys are idiots. But anyway. You can follow that. I'm going to tweet that tomorrow. It's another pod that I'm talking names and reasons on like you need it. Okay, so uh, that's your lineup. That's a good lineup, I guess. Let me uh, share it again. How do you I feel like, about it? I, I like it. I think that we've we've seen these lineups where it, you're not reaching. 
you know, you're mm-hmm. not reaching down in that 6K range as mm-hmm. much as there are names that I like in 6K range mm-hmm. because I, I always like the 6K range for whatever reason. But, like, you know, stack four, seven, pick your nine, pick your pick your 10K, and then hope for the best. I think that's a this is a week for that. And we've seen we've seen that lineup win. You just have to pick the right ones. And so you're just, you know, we if you are going to click this lineup, here's the button. You should not do update entry. You should click clear. <laughs> God damn it. Just kidding. Um, what you should click is the entry into this contest because we're never going to fill this. You realize I fucked that up. I thought, well, no NFL people will join this golf contest because they're degenerates and they need gambling. And I told you and I told you that may very well be true. But what would also be really funny is if it didn't fill and then that would be the end of that. I would never have to give away this wonderful hat and then I would never do a DraftKings uh, listener league contest again. It would be great. <laughs> Honestly, like we're just trying to have fun and we're like trying to like not be those people on Twitter that want join my contest. I need you. Right. So either way, yeah. let's talk about who I'm clicking because I discussed that I will definitely be starting with Xander and I am torn if I want Rory or I want stoned Rory. <laughs> I might not be able to afford Rory. That's the problem because I do have names in the 7k range that i'm interested in clicking where are they of course appr <laughs> cameron tringali mcneely and reed so it leaves me 8500 and the problem then i have to pick Fino. i'm not oh my god bubba right this is my problem bro so i'm gonna make two lineups <laughs> one where i click Fino, bing and bang boom and then another where I click Sungjae, and that gives me enough to afford Hovland. Wow. Look at that. You had that planned out, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not, not my first rodeo here. Or, or, or. Don't you dare click him. Or you go oh to my God. Tip Top, and you grab John Rom because you are very very confident that Patrick Reed is a value, Tringali is a value, McNeely is a value, and then then you can actually click Xander. Uh, well, wait a minute. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait <laughs> no, then, oh, oh, it's Fitzpatrick. <clears throat> Sorry. It's M and Fitzpatrick. Right. Okay, there you go. Oh, my God. I have three lineups. Guess what? Perfect. I'm going to do three lineup contests. DraftKings, I'm going to do three lineup contests, and then I'm going to do the Pat Mayo Experience. If you're not in the Pat Mayo Experience contest, it's probably full. I, sh- I should get in on that, actually. Fuck. Let's see if it's full. Because, like, this dude is rig free because he's a pro- sponsored by DraftKings. So I'm like, I'm not trying to, like, promote his con. No, there's 500 spots left. Wow. All right. Look at this. I'm not, I'm not, I don't give a shit if you join this contest. All I'm saying is that this dude structured it normal where you get five grand and it's thousand for fifth you know it's that's good you typically want 10 percent for 10th so if you're paying out five thousand you want 500 for 10th is what i'm told like tyler tambaline uh toe tag and tambo who does the fantasy golf degenerates he he's smart where he knows like some contests are gross and not fun to play and yeah 
you could tilt off of I entered the wrong contest. This Pat Mayo experience, all 35 times 15, 3,500 times $15 is paid out in prizes. That is not anywhere else. So that's what I join. I'm going to do that right now. You see? Wow. The only way to find that link, though, is you got to go to his thing and give him a view. Oh, and then, and then you listen to his podcast. You know, and mm-hmm. he has people on. They talk about things. And- I will say he had Ben Raza on, and Raza was calling Thagala Thagala. He had some way of saying the the gala or something like where I was like, oh, the gala? he didn't say the correct way. It was just like irritating me. Ben Raza. I love him. <laughs> he probably does it on purpose, actually. They might actually. He does say Domin on purpose, I think. Dom. God. Because he's just reading spreadsheets, you know, Raza. Right. I love Raza. He might have watched, you know, maybe he's watched a, a tournament or two and caught something in this. Oh, I'll still just go Domin. Yeah, I, 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 well, you know, you, you might read yeah, some. Once you create game. that in your brain or whatever, you're just reading spreadsheets and you're like, Gala. Hadwin. You know, Postion, Hadwin. Postion for a while. It was JT Postion. He did say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> why does he care? He doesn't care. Hadwin. Why does he care? Hadwin. Sorry for bringing that it's up. Fun. It's oh, fun. Oh, uh, let's see if I have some topics. Um, golfers break, Eric, and then they get fixed, and then they break again. It's incredible. All, all in the course of a single round. All in the course of a single round, um, putting four rounds together is hilariously hard. So, like, when people declare things, you need to laugh at them. They're declaring things on Thursday. People declare things. People declare things in serious fashions. We like to have a lot of fun and declare things on a Thursday. Amongst our, our, you know, little... I I try not to take it. Thagala won that tournament. Like five times. Brooks won it. One he, point. he won at one point. Cantley was always winning it. Cantley definitely lo- didn't lose it. He was Jeffler really ever winning it at all until he did after the no. And then I looked up that he was negative in strokes gained approach for the for the whole tournament. I saw that and his how putting. the fuck is that possible? That's bullshit, dude. Go you to win the tournament and you're negative in approach. Fix the formula because the formula is clearly wrong. Should we yeah, talk I about don't... strokes gained formulas? Yeah, I. I I don't know what to make of it anymore at this point. Because you wanted to talk about strokes gained putting. Well, I said we want everybody needs to go and look at Sweet Spot DFS. Eric, what's his Darbs? What's Eric his Darbo. Name? Eric Darbo needs to go. He he put out a tweet, and I thought it made a lot of sense. These these stats are, uh, these stats are not. I don't know if they're giving us the clearest picture, and we already knew this from the get go. But here's his here's his thread. It's a great thread. So golfer A hits to eight feet on all approach shots. Golfer B, wait, let's just call it I hit to eight feet, Chad. Whereas Eric hits to 12 feet. I make the same amount of putts as Eric. But I lose strokes putting, whereas Eric gains strokes putting. Because Eric had that extra four feet. I don't even understand. How yeah. does this work? And go onward. Okay, so then 
his thing is saying, is a 12 footer that much harder than an eight footer? Probably not. What you have to do is you have to calculate all of this crap. Like, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about this. this right. no. He doesn't want to go in it. What it means is that, like, yeah, like a negative approach day, but a solid putt day, or like a, a good approach day, but a negative putt day isn't actually giving you the like clear picture that like who played fine. Yeah, who played fine? Like, oh my god, this guy putted bad, but his approach was good. Who so he could who he could have been better? Who has been saying this for three years? We I think we have. We have been saying this for three years. At first, I didn't I was like Give me a break on these stats. This is bullshit. And then I was like, all right, all right. I'm going to dig into these stats. I got a partnership with Fantasy National. We're cool with Moose. Let me hear. Let me let me try this shit out. Of course it's helpful. Of course. Like compared to having nothing. Like right. my dad's like, this guy's going to win. And I'm like seven strokes gained putting through three rounds. <laughs> oh, yeah, dad, you want to bet on that? <laughs> that is clearly obvious. Like there are different ways that statistics that. Right. can be used against somebody that doesn't have statistics, but it can be also used as a crutch, you know, where you actually believe these things like they do in the NFL or the NBA. So be careful, yeah. but we've been giving warnings for that for a while. Now, Josh even would say that, the stats, you know, over a little bit longer period of time actually show a better picture. So, like, taking one round of stats and isolating that one round of stats and thinking thoughts about that one round of stats is asinine, completely and totally asinine. Taking, like, 24 rounds of stats is better and gives you a clearer picture. However it gets worse and worse every like the 25th round is less like they need to wait the rounds you know like the 25th round shouldn't be worth shit compared to like cuz the recent form is cuz they're looking at that 24th round making changes and implementing them and then their future statistics are not going to be reflective of their past or this dude's working on a totally different swing and it's and or he doesn't like the grass and or he was out of it in the tournament. Sometimes this happens. A Justin Rose, for example, or a someone decides. I'm going to go like Gooch or any of these names that I've got to make birdie, 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 or I'm not going to win. Some of these people go for birdie, 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 birdie and end up with bogey, 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 bogey. And that is exactly what happens. And it fucks their stats for years and months. Mm-hmm. Whereas some loser, they're not thinking about, well, I better hit it in the fairway here because, you know, my statistics will be later ruined and then I won't get a betting odd that other people think are important. And then my DraftKings price will be lower because I am going for the eagle here when I should be just going for a par because clearly this hole is for par. Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And what I'll add to that is that we're we're still in this, uh, we're still in this, phase of the year where we've had all these tournaments where there was three courses or two courses that you're not getting the full picture either. You know, you're just getting the strokes gains total. We were debating this uh, on a a text thread about Mm -hmm. like, well, how do we know whatever? Right. And there was like a point where 
And then that, that goes back into uh, 2021 as well. Like all those events at the at the latter portion of 2021. Bermuda Championship. There's so Bermuda, many. Bermuda, Zozo. RSM. Yes, exactly. Three all, these, all these things. But those are being factored into these models that whoever's giving you them, they're, they're probably, you know, they're, they're giving the strokes gain total. We don't even know what that means at this point when you're not. When you're That's not another thing. We get what a total. total? A to- how, where, what's the total? What's. Do, I have no idea. Do you you look at strokes gain total at this course, at this history, at this thing, at that thing, at that thing? You look at strokes gain total. Can can you tell me to my face what strokes gain total includes and how it's calculated? Because you cannot. And if you can, you're not even listening to this podcast for sure, because you're smarter than everyone else. And you probably figured this shit out. So like <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to warn the four people that are watching that the thing is, is that strokes gain can be misleading and it cannot lead to answers either. So, like, be careful with what you do there. Um, we've said this forever. Who else is in the chat? <laughs> we'll go. <laughs> Dot red. Uh, people need to be told things. So it was nice to do a names and reasons pod to tell people the names and the reasons and give them their, our lineups. Hopefully we'll have a better program next week with our producer returning. It'd be nice. Oh, James is in here. What's up, Jimmy? Yo, uh, we're interested in having, uh, Josh come back and potentially bring his child on and do the, like, show us his child. You can't really hold you can't hold a newborn like that though. You can't just oh yeah the head lurch them forward. Their their heads are oh my gosh. Josh has no clue. My kid's head is finally maybe able to like withstand itself. It's such a pain in the ass to keep that shoulder up. Your whole body is going to be sore from all the weird positions that you're put in to hold. Or once once you're once you're comfortable, you can just hold them like this, like a goblet. You just do this for a while until right yeah. or no. Oh God, yeah. Oh, the yeah, one-handed you can, hold. You can do you can do that for a while, and then you can hold them like this. Yeah, and that that starts to get a little ah my shoulder. Dude, there are times where I'm like shaking it out straight. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Ow, whatever. You don't fucking remember. You're like youngest is four. I know. All right, straight. here's yeah. Oh, my storm is. <laughs> yeah, he does not have a tolerance built up. A tolerance will build up. Now. I got my guy, James, in the chat asking me about the house bet sneak lean. The truth is that I reveal the house bet every week on Preferred Lines. So you can listen to the Preferred Lines podcast found on YouTube, iTunes, sometimes Twitter, I guess. It is Xander because Xander in California is a thing. Xander is the house bet this week. Second best T2 green outing of his career last week on Bermuda, which doesn't prefer as much as Poa. Wow. And then the truth is we're also going to block this guy on the chat. Sorry. Uh, oh, that Russian bot. Yeah. Well, there's a different guy. Uh, <laughs> what else can I tell you? Dude, I like the formula of a guy who had a great tee to green, great iron play on a course. that's not as of a fit as it should be but had that package of great iron play, poor putting too, a little bit, and then project that to the next week where he's a good course fit and like prefers the putting surface. So this is the Morikawa last year. Might have been here at Genesis where he lost a shitload of 
strokes putting, but was like in it still because of his iron play. The next week, won the tournament. And I only was like, wow, statistics. If your statistic bros are always right, then this is uh, Morikawa guy is going to pop this week because he didn't do well with the putter. Prefers the surface. This is these. This is the exact scenario. So I'm having like this real good gut play about Xander winning here at Genesis. We also know he's due to win. He needs a win. So there's guys that are motivated. Strokes game, motivated money. Uh, have we not in the past looked up how much money they made in previous years and how much they've made so far this year and picked guys because of that. And it has fucking worked because these dudes right. need the money. They've already spent it like every year they need that 8 million. So if they're at 4 million, they're like, dude, I need a placement here real quick. I need to start paying my caddy off and my chef and my uh, private planes and all this stuff. Xander's in that position where of course he won the gold medal. And of course he's Xander and all this stuff. Adidas is paying a lot of money, but this has been two, almost, yeah, it's a full two years without a win. So I think that is motivating him. And I want to take advantage of the fact that the books now, Eric, are giving us the 25 to 1 number, whereas Xander is typically under 20 to 1, despite not winning for two years. So we're getting a Xander number at 25 to 1. It's brilliant. Plus, we're getting 9,900 on DraftKings off of a third, off of a T3 where he played poorly didn't have his own caddy had to wake up every morning with the anxiety that I'm going to get robbed from this tournament and ruined because my caddy got COVID. So those are anxieties that you're not going to have at Genesis. You're going to come into the Riviera. You're going to have super uber confidence in your tee to green game. Plus you're going to like the putting surface. This is a combination that I just am falling in love with Xander. It's amazing. So that's the house bet this week is Xander. How could it not be? I am going to be taking Xander now. I mean, now, I don't believe in curses. I don't believe in jinxes or Eric's going to take them or whatever. Now, I'm truly trying to convince you to take the names that I said. Xander, Tringali, Reed, and uh, McNeely. Like, that's a fucking combo right there. You add him in. I mean, (laughs) so then you can take Fitzpatrick, who's playing well, or you switch out him. You're like... I don't trust him. He's taking a two-week break. Let's throw in Rory because Rory McIlroy is Rory McIlroy, and this seems like a place that he should have won already in his career. If it, his game fits perfectly for Riviera. Now, I don't like Rory as much in California, so that's why I might go Hovland because Hovland missed the cut last week, and we talk about this a lot. Missed cuts are, go back to him where dude misses the cut. It means nothing. Definitely on the range that weekend, grinding, angry, also rested. Dude, we know, pushes himself a little bit. He's younger. You did this too when you're younger. You're Victor Hovland. You've had a couple wins in a row, and you're pushing yourself, pushing yourself, pushing yourself. Your blood sugar levels drop. Maybe you missed the cut because of the atmosphere, or you get distracted here and there. I have Ice Management Phoenix Open, or you know whatever. So coming into Genesis, Tiger's event, having had really good start, won the hero, won an overseas, Won something else. So Victor Hovland could be a guy that you could easily click in, 94 or whatever he is, and feel very confident that he could come to Genesis and has his game. Truly, he's $9,400 because of the concerns about his around the green game, which I don't know. Dude's like 25. He probably fixed that within the last couple of years. So uh, – not too concerned about the number three player in the world having an issue with his around the green game anywhere in the world. 
ultimately. So what I'm really interested in is deciding, is it going to be Xander with uh, Rory or is it going to be Xander with stoned Rory? And I do love getting stoned. So I might have to just go to stoned Rory and then that can afford me everyone I want. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah, no, that's good. I mean, you've got statistical packages. You've got not worrying about miscuts. I think those are all great things. Well, do you look at miscuts? Cause there's a, there's a cut streak going on for a couple of these names. So, I mean, you could go with that. That's well, I, I've gotten a lot better about not worrying about miscuts. And I think that that's something that if you're playing DraftKings, you should also, you know, disregard because just because, I mean, that, you know, after you see like five miscuts, yeah, you know, something might be going on there. But like a guy misses a cut one week, especially an elite player like Vic Colvin, you know, he's going to, he's going to be fine. Eric, what, I asked Joe this question on preferred lines. What do you equate? How important is a caddy? If you lose your caddy, is it a stroke? If you've got the guy that's random with a ponytail off of the plane that just flew in, that's your friend who sleeps on the couch and is like, hey, I'm a bro and here's your putter. I don't know. Go good luck. Like, I have no idea. The guy. I have no idea. One stroke per four rounds. I don't know what it's like to have a caddy, so I, I don't have, I have any like comment on this. Come on, have a take. I have a take on most things. This is one I just have. I'm completely on. If you're a professional golfer and you don't have your caddy there, you don't think it's worth one stroke. Like he couldn't have helped you line up one putt throughout the 72 holes. I mean, I guess Hoagie, we learn his caddy. Is a great reader of the green, so yeah, I guess it's I guess it's you know. So Xander's out there on an island on his own at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, where you probably do need a caddy a lot of times because there's water everywhere, is some crazy line uh, of sight. Then you got this random dude with the ponytail. That's worth two strokes. Dude wins the tournament if he gets two more strokes. Wow! So he's we're just gonna... trying to find more and more reasons why. Yeah, and then also. <laughs> I do want to again go back to the California thing where you got to have a guy that feels comfortable. And we know that Xander loves California, went to college in California and likes it out here and lives out here and thrives out here. So again, he knows this is like, he's squeezing, bro. I also want to bring up the fact that anyone who wants to win the masters needs to win prior to going to Augusta. That is a fact. You need to have that box checked. I think. Have you saw? Have you seen any of those trends where, like, the winner of the Masters has good form? Makes sense. Has won in some time recently. So uh, I'm not sure this this time period. I mean, like, in when March hits, absolutely. Well, I mean, at least say he won in the season so far. I mean, like a lot of going into, you know, when you decide on a Masters, this is what it's all leading up to. You have the dress rehearsal, which is the players, but everybody's doing what they can to perfect their, their – they want to win these tournaments. We're not saying that they don't want to win these tournaments. They want to put themselves into a position of contention so that they can feel the pressure, so that they can get used to that, or they can say, oh, when I'm under pressure, I tend to do this, or I tend to do that. I need to correct that. I need to work on that. So this is where like this groundwork right now leads to – how well they do at the masters. So we're, we're seeing that. So I think it's Xander's time. Let's go. I'm all in on Xander. It's going to be great. Everybody should be too. 
Uh, we're not afraid of any curses or anything like that. And Eric's going to do it. Eric's going to finally play Xander and it's going to work for him. And then you can't say that Xander, uh, <laughs> uh, he's not a Xander guy or whatever. I wonder what bagels will think about that, actually. Because do you know that every single week bagels texts me and asks me, uh, typically Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon, but probably tomorrow morning he'll text me, who's the house on? I need to start preparing my show and bagels. I'm like, you know, to be like, you don't want to know. All right. That's about the program for the night. Thank you that's for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you back here again uh, tomorrow morning, actually for the ownership projection pod presented in partnership with our friends at fanshare Get a promo code of fantasy golf pod for 20% off. You can also go to manscaped. It's Valentine's day uh, yesterday. Did you celebrate that? Nope. No. You? How do you get away with that? I'm lucky. We don't care about that. You didn't buy your wife a card? No. Or fuck? No. And she doesn't want them? No, it was a Monday. Yesterday was Monday. It was nothing else. Literally didn't get brought up? Nope. So you didn't even say, like, Happy Valentine's Day? I did not. Oh my gosh. You're a terrible person. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, We're... that's awful. Your wife should hate you. This is a celebration of wives. So did your wife come up with this? I don't get it. Yes. She told you I don't care about Valentine. Yes. And you didn't think it was a trap? It hasn't been a trap for years. It's been it's been it's it's one of the greatest it's actually one of the greatest holidays of the year for me. <laughs> Gosh. Because of that reason. Oh my gosh. Josh said he, he got his wife a baby for Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet spot is in here. He says good pod, guys. Just caught up. Yeah, we did talk about your strokes game putting stuff. So great tweet. By yeah. the way. I, I did like that a lot. Josh is starting to re- or not Josh. Uh Eric's starting to realize, Mr. D Mr. Sweet Spot DFS, that stats are helpful. But something's up. So, like, I like that. I love that about Sweet Spot DFS. Not yeah. a lot of the people in the industry would do that. Like, I feel like they would just blindly follow what they've been told for years. And Sweet Spot's yeah. the one to question because he's got the ability to do that. Whereas you and me, we don't have the ability to do what Sweet Spot does with his brain and the spreadsheets. I can't do that. I don't have that brain. So I have to encourage Sweet Spot with my gut and my eyes and say, something's wrong here. Investigate. Maybe. Or I don't even say that. I say, something's wrong here. I'm not going to listen to them. Whereas Sweet Spot's like, why is something wrong here? So, we got good people in the industry. He says, I agree with Chad's take completely. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are awesome. All right, thanks for watching, liking, and subscribing. We're done here. I'm going to play the music and get it out of here. Peace out. See you next week. Goodbye.